Enlighten Me, the podcast everyone is talking about with your host, Julian. And we're live. This is your host, Julian, on Enlighten Me. And we got, we got an interesting uh, topic. Let me make sure I got my notes right if I can say it right. But before we get started, if you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Enlighten Me, as well as uh, Apple, Google, and Amazon, just search Enlighten Me. We had 75 countries, uh, keeping five stars, and we're still on 10 platforms. And Today we got three guests, and uh, Malisha hooked me up. Uh, how you doing, Malisha? I'm good. How are you? Doing fine. Thank you very much. If you can, uh, you've been here before, but if you can uh, briefly introduce yourself, please. So my name is Malisha, and I am currently serving in the military. We're going to block that part out for this episode. However, I'm not married, so I'm good. And I identify as a holistic practitioner as well as a personal trainer. And okay. if you would like to connect with me for holistic or personal training um, information, you can find me at Hippie Earthlink LLC on Instagram, Facebook, as well as .com on the internet. And then you can also connect with me on Instagram and Facebook with the same name. All right now. And thank you very much. And uh, Sammy, how you doing, sir? Pretty good, pretty good. Thank you for uh, joining me on Enlighten Me. Uh, if you could briefly just uh, introduce yourself. Yes, uh, my name is Sammy Rogers. Uh, I am from Michigan, Pontiac to be exact. I am the owner of the world's first Black-owned cannabis uh -oh. technical vocational school um, okay. to train individuals to work in the cannabis industry. Um. That's pretty much my main thing. Cannabis connoisseur, grower. Even though I really don't smoke, I just love the growing and the art behind growing cannabis. That's just, that's what I do. Um, yeah, how can I reach you? Oh, yeah, man. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at yourhigherlearning.com. It's literally like higher learning like the movie. It is your higher <laughs> learning. Um, go on Instagram at yourhigherlearning. You can visit our website at yourhigherlearning.com. Just check us out, man. You can follow me on uh, Instagram as well. I am uh, the Sammy Lee, the underscore Sammy Lee. And uh, yeah, it's my contact. What I do. I'm looking up right now as we speak. Day. I can't find you yet. Day, how you doing? Hi. Hey. I'm doing good. Thank <laughs> you for uh, joining me on Enlighten Me. And if you can briefly just uh, introduce yourself, please. I'm Jay. I've been a teacher for 10 years and I own a business. You can find me at loveheradornments.com. That's me. Okay. And uh, thank you all again. Um, I used to hook me up with uh, these two individuals. And the topic is, let me make sure these polys be messing me up, polyamory. And if somebody can give me a brief synopsis on what is polyamory. So polyamory means poly in general just mean multiple and amory mean love. So polyamory is multiple loves. It's like multiple relationships with people that you actually love, not sexual partners. It's about the love. So that is what polyamory is about. And we like sex too, of course, but it's focused on the love. Yes. <laughs> so... Is, is marriage involved in this or is it just? It can be depending on the dynamic that people want to go. Yeah, what's so, the usual dynamic? 
there's a lot of different dynamics, so we can't pick out a usual, mm. but I can talk about the mainstream dynamic that is typically shown, which isn't beneficial for everyone. If you would like me to go into details about that. So it's having multiple partners. Is that correct? Yes. Multiple partners, <laughs> multiple loves. That is polyamory. So does, it, does that relate to being a player? So if I was a guy, I guess it's all viewpoint perspective. If I was a guy and I had multiple women, Dave, you laughing? Then um, is that, wouldn't that be considered like a player? And Sammy, correct me if I'm wrong, sir. I wouldn't necessarily say it's a player because players play games. Mm. So in polyamory, it's all open. It's transparency. It's vulnerability. As a player, you're not, you're not loving these women. That's right. As a player, you probably you're using multiple women as a, a sleeve to jack off into. Oh yeah. In polyamory, it's you literally have real love and affection and care for your partners and whoever whoever it may be. You know, like again, it's not always about sex. You can have mad love for people that you're literally building with. Um, you could think of it like as you know, some people use the term soul tribe. You know, so like for example, I have a best friend of mine, me and this woman has never kissed, have never had any type of sexual interactions. It's completely platonic, but it's when I say she's a she's like one of the pillars of my soul, I mean that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like she means that much to me and any woman who has ever come into my life, I have to know that she exists and she's not going anywhere. Mm. But uh, people get jealous of that type of love that I share for her. You get what I'm saying? Like, she called me, she need me, I'm there. But again, no sex was ever involved. It's just been all love. I, I, I could respect that. I could definitely respect it and understand something like that. That's somebody you trust, somebody you confide into. I don't... I, I mean, again, this, this is again, it's my perspective. A lot of people would get jealous of that. Like, why do you do, why do you confide in her? Why are you going to help her out? Hmm. Yeah, a lot of a lot of women, men in general as well. I mean, it's, she's had guys that was jealous of me. They didn't believe that me and her never had sex. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, hell yeah. no, they don't niggas. He just hanging around because he just waiting on his turn. Huh? No, not at all. I can't even look at her like that. You know what I'm saying? And she's a beautiful woman. Beautiful woman. But literally just straight up love. You know, I had dudes ask if I was gay because I never tried to mess with her. Oh, it's like like people just can't stomach the fact that you can literally love the opposite sex without having any thoughts or feelings of sex involved. And it, it's it's, it's mind blowing world. It is. It is. I've I have a friend, a female friend. I've known her for about fourteen years. Never had sex with her. And people are like you had to. Have. I was like, no, no, I don't. Are y'all together? No, we're not. It's, she just somebody I trust. I grew up with, and that's what it is. Yeah, and it threw my ex-wife off that you know the first time she heard me and her say I love each other, it threw her off because she like you tell another woman you love them. Like goodness gracious, like y'all have that much you know traumas and and, and issues within y'all lives <laughs> that y'all can't accept that I can literally have a female friend who I get off the phone with and say that I love you too. But the thing is, I tell my boys I love them like. Me and my best friend, we've been best friends since I was eight. He was nine. You know what I'm saying? We got off the phone. We say we love each other. It's literally, it's love. I don't want to fuck him, yeah. but I love him. You know what I'm saying? And I let him know that I love him. You know? Like, it's just, you know, it's just how I operate. And it's how I move. And when you move, and you move that kind of way, it's, it's very uncomfortable with people who yeah. 
who've never established those type of closely connected bonds because a lot of people don't know how to formulate real connections to people outside of sex. Oh, no, I definitely believe that. That's the social fabric. Like, you're either gay because you won't have sex with a woman or they're questioning that you do have sex with her. Like, so, but my question is, your ex-wife, she didn't know y'all had that type of relationship. She marriage. did. I explained that to her. But I guess when she finally got to see it, for the most part, it like I guess she thought that when we got married, that that shit would change. And that's another problem that I've had with the whole monogamy shit. That's a whole different conversation. It's like people getting to get these titles, and then they want things right. to change. Oh, yeah. They can you know what I'm saying? Title. It's like you was, you was perfectly fine while we were dating. Mm-hmm. You didn't have an issue with this. But the very moment you became my wife, that became uncomfortable. It didn't make sense. It, it was like she was like I was just taken aback by it, and I got a little jealous. I'm like, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. And that's very common. Like people will change for the moment, but then when you get into it, you expect the other person to change. But you should have been upfront about what you was feeling in the beginning. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people just don't do that because they expect people to change, and it's not it's not guaranteed. Well, well, people can find people to a title, like you're saying. As soon as you get this title, or you get we move to this step, all everything else has to go away. It's like what? No, that's that's not how it is. I told you what it was, and this is how it is going to be. And you can either walk away, or you can just accept it. And if you don't like it, then of course leave. Mm-hmm. And as I say, it's like right. why we get married, and you want to change things. Like, what did you marry me for? Like, if you married me like this. Let's keep it there. But again, people get into these these relationships and they get a title and it's like they want someone to change or they think they got to do this. And it's like, no, I married you because you were who you were. Just stay right there. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to change anything else. Too much social you don't have media. To... Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. We ain't going to talk about social media. and all that. Bad girls club. <laughs> um, Day, have you... Uh, I hate these damn words. Have you been in poly before? Poly, poly, I don't know. Yes, I have been in polyamorous relationships and I appreciate what Sammy said about, you know, this is not about being a player. And this is about love and I appreciate Sammy's perspective, how he added in, you know, to include platonic love, because typically in monogamous relationships, it's expected that you would get rid of your platonic friends too, especially if they are of the opposite sex. So for Mm -hmm. me, the polyamorous relationships, it's about keeping those connections, whether it's a romantic connection, as well as your platonic connections with people of the opposite sex. It's about, you know, that autonomy to maintain the connections that you already have and to make new ones, even if they are only, you know, platonic connections. So what drew y'all into being, uh, what, what drew y'all into this? Like, why did y'all want to dive in this endeavor? For me, it was about maintaining my autonomy and the fact that I didn't have to hide, you know, I don't have to be out to dinner with somebody and my phone face down. You know, I could be completely open, completely honest and transparent about what I have going on and that nothing that I have going on has to stop just because I'm connecting on a deeper level with somebody. So, you know, in my polyamorous life, you know, I'm not in a relationship right now, but in my past relationships, my boyfriend has met my new, you know, I don't know what you want to call it. My boyfriend has met my new 
thing and you know they don't have to be friends they weren't friends but they can exist in the same space and they absolutely know about each other and what what about you sam uh for me it was just me accepting who i am and who i've always been um i went back to my 17 18 19 year old self where i always dealt with multiple women um and all of a sudden i turned 23 and i decided i want to be completely monogamous now the thing is when i was younger if i was like with a girl i was with that girl but i never lost my female friends and i got into these relationships in my 20s um two relationships i got into in my 20s and i started having children these women wanted me to get rid of my female friends because I'm with them now. And they, they subscribe to the ideology that, well, I should be your only female friend. Huh? So you mad at me and don't want to talk to me right now. Where the hell am I about to go now? You know what I'm saying? Like, who am I going to talk to? Who am I going to, who am I going to be around? Who am I going to have fun with? Who am I going to laugh with? Because mm-hmm. you're going through your season of bullshit right now and vice versa. And they used to get, I used to tell, I used to try to get my wife like, hey, yo, go out, go have fun. Like, I offered to pay for her trips. Like, get out of my face. And she just wouldn't go for it. It's like she wanted to be wrapped up under somebody. But then when things were sour, it's like you want to turn to all these, you know, just this this mean shit. And it's like, I don't operate like that. And so for me, it's like, as, you know, Dave was saying, you know, having that autonomy, like, Again, Queen is one of my closest fucking friends that I've ever had in my life. Kiera is one of my closest friends that I've ever had in my life. Those two women, I, I, me and Kiera know each other. We said we were five. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the fact that you would be uncomfortable around people that's been in my life before you even came a part of my life. But oh, yeah, all a of a sudden, you think that I'm supposed to limit my connection or my communication with them because of you? It's like, nah, I would, I would never do that again. So for me, and then on top of that, I love women. I love having the, fem- the feminine energy around me. You hear what I'm saying? So I don't think it's ever too much, like too much emotion, because women are very emotional. You don't think it's too much? Yeah, emotion. but the thing is, for me, it's like I guess because I've been so so hard. But it's like the women that that I attract are women that uh, one they just need a solid guy that they can actually confide in and be mm-hmm. vulnerable with and be transparent with and i can i can handle that type of stuff you know it's like it's it's i guess it's the healer in me it's the protector in me that makes me want to open or provide these safe spaces especially when you hear so much shit out there about how black women don't feel protected by black men and all these different things that's out there it's like i always say i'm gonna make sure at least i'm a safe haven you know what i'm saying for black women like that's just been my thing and it's like women always have found a way to open up to me like I, random women i can meet and they just pour out their life to me and my ex hated that shit like how women will you always making these new female friends and this and that i said they're not friends but they're people that confide in me like yeah, somehow they find a way to communicate with me and talk to me and it's like that's okay but well, she hated that shit. numbers or something like that grabbing the numbers text not all the time so again as a businessman i pass my business card out you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I go to these cannabis conventions and I'm out and about and, you know, I do a lot and I'm a damn teacher. I run a whole goddamn school. So it's like if if some of my female students, you know, have a have an issue, they will call me and talk to me about something and I will answer that phone. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And 
she would hate that shit, you know? And it's like, now, today's point, I like being, I put my phone face down, first of all, because I just want to let you know, you got my undivided attention. So it ain't because I'm hiding shit. Oh, I'm going to use that. I'm going to use that. You know, my my ex, she hated that. She used to complain about it. I said, Brittany, my phone has been, I always had my phone face down. And I also never slept with my phone in the room. That's like quality time. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I would leave my phone out in the kitchen, on the table, on the charger somewhere. And it's like, if we're in this bedroom, we're in this bedroom together. And it's me and you. See, that's, but, that's the thing. that this, so, this, Social media and society itself is like, why are you putting your phone in the other room? Like people yeah, are so they think brainwashed they think from hiding. Yeah. yeah. Man, when I say she's went through my phone and never found anything, mm. it's like, it's like what, you, what, you, what you fishing for? You know what I'm saying? You know? Games, bro. <laughs> yeah. So Until, how, yeah. I, a quick question. We'll go to Malisha next on why why she uh started indulging <laughs> it. How many women do you talk to currently? Or uh I say it correctly. So currently um I am building with three women. So nothing is official official, building, but I'm building it. with them. Um okay. for me, when I stepped into when I fully stepped into, you know accepting my place in the in the poly world um my focus was to build with women like it wasn't to oh i just want to go out and see how many women i can conquer sexually no i wanted to build with so one of the women we're literally we dove straight into start a business we're writing a book together um another one she's going to be we're, she, we're going to be introducing our cooking with cannabis culinary class because she's a she's a culinary artist so we're going to be doing our cooking with she's going to come into my school and we're going to do a cooking with cannabis class uh, another young lady, she's a hairstylist, and the first thing I did was bought her all new equipment for her shop and got her into a new space. Um, so it's like for me, it's all about investing in the right women that's gonna that you can actually build with and go from there. And then we've just been just building our you know emotional connection, you know, being transparent, being vulnerable, being you know talking about our traumas and things of that nature, and just literally building. You know, now is a sexual attraction there? Hell yeah. Like, I'm not talking to these women with no intentions on eventually, but I told them and I made that very clear that before, huh? At the the same time? All three at the same time? Yeah. Oh, my man. Maybe not, not in one, not maybe not in one sitting. You know oh, what I'm okay, saying? Now, okay. A couple of them now, now don't get me wrong. A couple of them actually with it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, I'm wrecking after this, man. God. But um, <laughs> it's like, you know, a couple of them is like, yeah, they they want to do that. They they looking forward to it. Oh, but oh. it's just, you know, and it, it, I give that that transparency. Like these women knew my situation coming in. They knew what was going on. They knew I was recently going through this divorce. They knew all these things about me. And that's the beauty of to me. What I love most about this whole polyamory life is what I've been given is that I gave my truths up front and it gives the women the option to fuck with me. Now, before that, I had about a good seven to ten women that I was talking to and it just it just trickled down to three now. And they're all different. You know, one one coming in, she's a lesbian and but she wants a family. She wants to have, you know, a male connection. She wants to have a child the natural way and so on and so forth. And She's come to me and it's like, you know, I make her feel safe, comfortable, vulnerable. And she see how I am as a father already. So she know what she's going to pretty much be coming into dealing with a man like she know I'm there. She she knows how I interact with. I treat pregnant women like they're gods, first of all, because it's like you're carrying life. You're about to bring forth life through your portal. So you're going to be pampered by me as a pregnant woman. That's she understands that. And she's that's what she wants. She don't want to be left in the cold. You know, as a pregnant woman, that's always been one of her biggest fears. 
And she knows that with me, I will make sure that that fear never comes to life. Then I have another one. She's my wild card. She's trying to figure her way out into this poly world. So she tells me when she's going on a date. She tells me when she's going to hang out with another guy. And, and it's nothing really sexual, but she just like loves having that male connection and so on and so forth. But by me giving her that freedom to do that, she feels more comfortable and safe doing that because her previous relationships, they made her feel like she was a hoe if she wanted to do stuff like that. And it's mm. like, nah, be free, baby. I'm here for you. You know what I'm saying? What you need? <laughs> and then I have my my younger one. She just wants to be with me. I mean, she, whole loves to, yeah, she loves to communicate and she wants to bond with the other lady. So it's like, you know, we're going to go on a shopping trip together. I'm going to take all ladies on a shopping trip for the, you know, women bond over shopping, you know. So, so I'm going to ask a question, then we'll go to Malaysia. If you could combine all seven women to make one woman, what would you do? Would you just be with one woman? If we're being honest, that shit is impossible. Well, so, yeah. um, if if you now if you can go to a factory and I can build that, oh. I would probably be with one woman sexually, but I would still have my platonic relationships with women. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that sh- that shit ain't going nowhere. Like, and that's the thing about you know again why I say polyamory as opposed to polygamy and everything else, and yeah, it's open. And and again, I love sex, so it's like for me. Even if I can have that one woman that, you know, can do all these things sexually, I still have my little dirty little thing that I love on the side, which is rubbing tugs. I love to go to certain massage parlors and finish with a happy ending. That's my thing. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to lose that because of it's still the fucking relationship. That's, the, that's my treat. I treat myself every year on my birthday to one of those. That's my thing. Once a year. Hey, you know, they still do that. But uh, let me go to my leisure. <laughs> Hopefully my mom ain't listening. Malisha, so why did you indulge? I know, right? Why did you start to indulge in uh, the poly world? I didn't really consider indulging. It's more so my love style. Like, I know I, I had the capacity to love multiple people. And what brought me to the realization, like, I could go back to high school and how I dated multiple people at the same time. But what really brought me to the realization that I need to be free and don't need to be confined it was just my last marriage. It's just like um, when I was with him, he was able to do what he wanted to do. And I was okay with it in a sense. Like, yeah, we would argue about it. Yeah, we would fight about certain things because I didn't feel like it was fair. But at the end of the day, I was okay with it. But he was not being honest. And that's what made me not okay with it. So just experiencing that relationship where I felt confined and I felt like somebody was lying to me. Once we got our divorce and I was able to step outside of that, it was like, I don't ever want that again. I don't ever want to feel that feeling again because I know that I'm okay with you or whoever I decide to be with being with other women as long as they're okay with me exploring different options as well. So when that happened, that was like the the beacon of light for me is like, this is who I am. And regardless of how much I have tried to change it in the past, I have tried to date monogamous. I have tried to be with one person. I know it's going to come out eventually, whether it comes out eventually with me wanting to just swing or me come out with us just being an open relationship. I know it's going to come out eventually. So it's like, why don't I just embrace that part of me and just be polyamorous and just embrace it? Even though I don't like labels, but I feel like labels make other people feel comfortable. So me labeling myself as polyamorous is going to make other people feel comfortable. So that's what I'm going to do. Hmm. 
So that's how I came into being polyamorous. So for you ladies, is it is it more challenging to find a man that's accepting? Because you know, as, as Ben, we get jealous too. It, has it been Ooh. challenging? Wait, mm-hmm. hey, hey, don't capitalize on that yes. day, you know? Okay, so I've been lucky enough to, I wouldn't consider myself a newbie, but just like being new at being in polyamorous relationships, I've been lucky enough to be introduced to a a solid, a good group of polyamorous people. So for me, like within that circle, I've been able to find men who are okay with women because there's definitely a double standard, right? Like, let's recognize that. (laughs) But I've been, I feel I've been lucky enough to be introduced to the right circle of people where the men in the groups that I frequent, and as far as like groups, I just mean social groups. The social groups that I'm in, in terms of polyamorous spaces, the men are open to women dating other men but i have definitely seen examples and met some people met some men who when you say that you want to date more than one man they are not with it at all and it doesn't go further than that so for me being polyamorous i'm not bisexual so i'm i'm heterosexual so for me it's necessary that i be with somebody be with a man who's okay with me dating other men But it's definitely difficult um, in some social groups if you're not part of, you know, groups where men are open minded to that. It can be difficult. And I recognize that. What about you, Mylesha? Have you had difficulty with that? You're so excited. I I have. (laughs) I have had difficulties with. um, I met a lot because like me, for instance, I want to date within my age group and then. Honestly, what I have came to find, a lot of the polyamorous people are married couples and they're older. Like they've been married for 18 years, 15 years, whatever. And the guy typically don't allow his wife to date other men. And then they expect me not to do the same. But I'm just like, you can't instill that boundary on me that you and your wife already came to a conclusion about because I want to date other men because I love men. I love masculine energy. I want to be around that. Um, so I have experienced difficulties being a polyamorous woman in the love style of polyamory because you have guys that just want to create a tribe. They want to build their empire. And I don't feel as if that's a true statement because I'm like, how are you building an empire, but you are not financially stable? What are you building off of? So for me... I take a look at that those things as well. I look at all of the things, you know, and I've had difficulties connecting with people in my age group because their mindset is a little bit different and it's kind of fucked up. And they honestly really look at single women as unicorns, like a prize, like we're the unicorn, we are the prize, even though unicorns don't have nothing to do with polyamory, but they still look at us that way. So, yeah, I definitely had difficulties. (laughs) Right, right. And to the unicorn part, part, like I'm definitely not in the unicorn space. And I think when you're not a unicorn, it definitely makes it that much more difficult to meet the type of men that you want to date. That's okay with you also dating other men still. Exactly. Yeah. Do you you think it would be a... 
so marriage, if you meet a man and you want to marry him and he's not okay with you messing with other men, how are you going to go about that? He or would not has been material. He said what? If, Say it again. I said that he would not be husband material if he would not want me to continue dating other men. Mm, okay. Yeah, it's not going to work long run for me because I know that regardless of how much I try to play the cards of I do want to be married. Let me put that out there. I do want to be married. I do want to nest a partner. However, if he doesn't understand certain things about me, I know it's not going to work at the end of the day. So why should I leave someone on to make them think that it's going to work just for a marriage? You know, it's it's not. Right. And I consider as a polyamorous woman, I consider, you know, what marriage would look like and like, OK, if I want to be married, do I go the monogamous route? But for me, I can't put myself in a box like that for the long term. Like if you want me to be the type of wife who resents you and ultimately I'm unhappy in our marriage because I cannot see other people or have that freedom and autonomy. OK, then sure. But I think for me, any husband who wants me for the long term and cares about my happiness wouldn't want me to put myself in a box like that for the long term. So when it comes to like marriage and being polyamorous, it has to be someone who's okay with us, like you know, is, being open. You mean sexually, right? Open as in the sexually. Option to buy. Option, exactly. Even sexually. Uh, even sexually. Just, yeah. yeah, it's both. It's the option to buy. Like, give me the option to connect with other people, because I feel like in monogamy, you, you don't really get that option to really connect with other people. Because let's say I have a coworker. And me and this person, we vibe. We just really, really vibing. And the person I'm dating at the time don't like that because we're in a monogamous relationship. And they automatically assuming, oh, y'all are doing something. Y'all are fucking, y'all are doing whatever, you know? But with the comes of polyamory, people don't jump the gun like that, thinking like it's more than what you're portraying it to be. Because it's just like the understanding. It's, it's just like an understanding. And that's why I say it's the option to buy, not the option to fuck, but the option to build something with this person, the option to fall in love with this person, the option to fuck this person eventually. Because it is never led with sex. I know a lot of people like to think that polyamory is led with sex, but it isn't. I think like a lot of people confuse polyamory with swinging and then they try to confuse it with cheating. But my a swinger and uh, poly, poly, I guess the relationship. No, because <laughs> you said that taught you guys have been saying autonomy. So you both, all three, y'all have been using the word autonomy. So I'm trying to figure out: is it just that type of profound relationship that or bond you have with that person that differs from swingers? Because swingers just have sex and keep it going. So swingers, it's typically a couple. You have single people that swing as well. But typically, like, like traditional, is couples having sex with other couples, and they have the understanding that, yeah, you can have sex with my wife, you can have sex with my husband, but it might not be a sexual relationship with outside of that. However, they still build friendships. Like some swingers still build friendships; they're still friends. You have a couple and a couple that are friends, and they're having sex with each other. 
But it's nothing romantically coming out of that because they have the understanding that you're not going to get involved with him romantically. I'm not getting involved with her romantically. However, when it comes to Paula Amory, it's like, let's say there's a couple both of us like and we all click. We could form a quad, which is for people dating each other. You have the men dating the woman and the woman dating the men. And if the women are bisexual, they date each other. And if you have bisexual men, they date each other. It just depends on how it flows, you know? It's just different. It's just more of a romantic connection. It's just so complex. Like Maybe because <laughs> I'm used to being alone. Complex. I got my dog. That's uh, Look, she's coming out here right now. What's up, China? Oh, China. Yeah, China's crazy. <laughs> um, That just seems so complex. But, you know, this is new to me. I didn't know anything about it. I know we spoke briefly a couple of months ago about the poly world. So Yeah. And yeah. Sandy. It is, it is complex. complex. And I want to offer this perspective. So my last relationship, it was a polyamorous relationship. However, I never had a second boyfriend. I never had another boyfriend outside of the relationship. So when we say autonomy, it's just about the fact that I did go on other dates, you know, with other people. So the autonomy is connected to the fact that like, I had the option to do so. I had the freedom to do so. It just so happens that it never did actually, you know, lead to me getting into another relationship outside of the one that I was in with that particular guy. Um, if it came to that, you know, it just required that I communicate that like, hey, I'm taking this to the next level with this person. And like, you know, that's okay. So it just comes whether you get into another relationship with somebody or even if you don't, it's just about the fact that you have the freedom to do that and still maintain the first relationship that you're in. And it doesn't mean that, you know, the relationship is in trouble or anything. It's just that I know I have the capability to love more than one person at a time. And I want the freedom to be able to do that. Do you think you could do that without having the title of a relationship? Just keep it. And like even in the connections that I made with the guys that I went out on dates with, you know, we never got to relationship status, but I definitely was able to share, you know, those parts of myself beyond friendship where it could have gone to relationship status. It just for the sake of time, it just didn't get to that point within that time frame. Okay. Okay. Hmm, this is this is this is very interesting. Sammy, you got anything to capitalize on what they've uh, they said? Yes. Um, so what they're saying is like it's real, and I love to hear the woman's perspective on that. Um, as for me, uh, as a man, and then like you said, you know, a lot of men get jealous. For me, how do I put this? Um, when we when we know that when it comes to energies, right? Women are the receivers of energy, and men gives that shit off, right? Yes. Do we all know this, right? Yes. So women are the receivers, men are the givers. Um, so when it comes down to it, I just have one rule when it comes to, and as and that I express to my women, like just let me know what's going on, who it is, and how he is, because and before you bring like, because motherfuckers be having traumas. So if you like, if you go out and you want to have sex, I'm cool with the whole dating thing, all that shit. Like, go, you know, go have fun. Motherfucker want to take you out, go, man, go enjoy yourself. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, I'm not about to sit here and hold you hostage. I'm busy as shit. So if yeah. a dude wants to, you know, take you out, this and that, and he knows 
what the situation is. He knows who you are. He knows, you know, that this is the dynamic that you're in, so on and so forth. Awesome. He wanted to be a part of that. I like to meet him so that I can feel his energy and know who he is and make sure that he ain't on no fuck shit. Because at the end of the day, any women that's under my covering, they're under my covering at the end of the day. So, yes, I would love to meet whoever the guy I tell you, is. You know what I'm saying? Like pimp. It sounds almost like a pimp. <laughs> I want to know. Oh, you're okay with it, Dave? Okay I'm here it? for that. Listen, listen. Oh, let me say okay. Sammy. Sammy. Yeah. Sammy is saying Easy. everything. Sammy yeah, is saying I'm everything. Like, I'm an adolescent in this, so I apologize. But for real, though, it's like, because at the end dead. of the day, it's like, because you come in, like, so I, I, I create this ring, right? And this ring is this energy that I set. Like, I set this fucking table. You get what I'm saying? And so for me, it's like, okay, if another guy is going to step into this, into this dynamic, you know what I'm saying? I have to know who that is. I have to know how he is. Yeah, I have yeah. to feel his energy. I'm an empath. Yeah. So I have, to, I have to feel all of that shit. If you're going to, especially if you're going to lay with this woman, that's a part of what I've established because she that has been receiving and I have been pouring into her. Before. So she's been, yeah, she's been having my energy all this time. And so it's like, you know, if you're going to come into this, I got to know who you are. You know what I'm saying? That's just. That's just man, what's on your this man yes. is not laying with them. Yes. At the end of the day, it's like, I'm a, I'm a Leo, first and foremost, through and through. I'm a full blown fucking lion. We know how lions are with their pride. But at the same time, it's like, if another lion thinks he's going to come in, he has to line up, he has to match. Damn near match my energy. It's gonna be hard, but he has to match that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not gonna come in and dismantle and think like, oh, I'm about to come and try to take her away from this. Like, nah, bro. This ain't this ain't what this is. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. ego, like yeah. it's, it's, it's yeah. no room for ego. Yeah. It's no room for any of that stuff in my in my realm. And it's like all that shit gotta get checked. So now you gotta get checked. Name easy. So you're basically saying you can't mess with number four, number twenty-two, or nothing like that. <laughs> no, I'm not. In, I, I'm new to this lifestyle. I'm monogamous. You yeah. Know? See, I'm but here's the thing, though. So, in, in, like I said, in certain in certain dynamics, and I, I hate having the name, the title. Like I don't like the title of it. But for me, if I had a title, it's called free love. So for me, like I said, if I have one, I have one woman that's a part of what I do, and she just wants to have a monogamy connection to me. She just want me. Like, that's all she wants is me. She like, I don't fuck all that shit. She like, I don't want no other dudes. I don't want to take on that energy from other men and this and that because these motherfuckers is weird. That's her. That's her perspective on things. And she just loves what I give her. And she's happy as shit because she's never been as happy in her life because I give her that space to be. Again, I invested in this woman. Ain't no man ever put no money into her and what she does. And then nobody asks her if she okay, asks her if she ate, things of that nature. Like, just simple things, like just that care. How's your day? You know what I'm saying? Like, what could I do for you today? Old, I was living the poly life without nobody knowing. So yeah, pretty much. A lot of us have. A lot of us have. A lot of a lot of us men are out here. A lot of women are out here. You you on baby daddy number three. Oh, you damn. have a connection to all these different men at some capacity. This man takes care of you over here. This man does this for you. This man does that for you. But we don't want to say that it's poly. But yeah, we do it. And my biggest issue with the shit. Is this legal shit? We say love is love until we talk about poly. Love is love until anybody mentions poly. All of a sudden, you mention poly, like, oh no, that's this, that's that. Like, why? Well, they classify you, love with loving one person. You can love everyone, but once you have sex or lay down with somebody, that's a whole different level. That's what people. Yeah, but but a man can go out. I can I can go and have three, four, five, ten baby mamas, and the court 
is not going to, I'm not going to be in trouble for that shit. I'm not going to jail for that shit. Instead, the court is going to make sure I pay for it and take care of those kids, correct? But if I sit there and I say, I want to, let's say, let's, let's, I want to marry all of these women and still give them their space to do this, they're going to say no. Yeah. They're going to say no. If I say, if I say right now, I want to marry my leash and I want to marry Day right now, the courts will say, hell no. Unless I'm in Utah. <laughs> right here in Michigan, right now, if I was to say that right now, they're going to say, hell no. Nah. Look, people about to go smooth to Utah right now. Look what you did. <laughs> Look what you did. And, and, cla- and classify themselves as Mormons. So, but, so I'm not, I'm not I, I picture you. Can I'm we not go back for a second? Can we, can we just go back yeah, for yeah, a second? I, I had to put my mic on mute because I'm just like over here, like, yes. Okay, so I just want to add just what everything Sammy was saying, you know, for and I'm only speaking for myself. Like, I don't want anybody to listen to this and think I'm speaking for all polyamorous women. I'm just speaking for myself. But when I date like me by myself, dating sometimes could be disastrous. Right. But with with what Sammy said, when I'm dating with a man next to me. It gives me so much more confidence because mm-hmm. I know like, okay, at the end of the day, when I tell my partner I'm going on a date and I come back, he's going to ask me how that date went. I know that I can't come back to him talking about, can I cuss on him? Yeah, my mom ain't listening. Go ahead. I know that I can't come back to my partner with no fuck shit. I don't know Sammy in real life, but I'm just using it as an example. But when I come back and I tell Sammy how my date went, I can't tell him no bullshit. So for me, dating is so much more successful when I know that my partner is like they have a standard for me already that, you know, they treat me a certain way. And, you know, want me to feel a certain way. They're not accepting, you know, nobody treating me any way less than what they treat me or making me feel That's worse than they make me feel. And that gives me so much more confidence when I yes. go out and date. Like, just having the standard set to a certain expectations. I can't tell Sammy or nobody else, you know, I'm I'm seeing this guy. I can't tell him that I went on this date and it went terrible and I'm still going to entertain the guy. No, mm-hmm. no, absolutely not. So like dating in the polyamorous world, you know, with this transparency, with the expectation of like my partner wants to see me happy. Like, I know it's not right, but I hold myself to a higher standard when I know that there's another person who wants to see me happy, wants to see me successful in other relationships. So I, I feel it everything. Right. I think that is right. I know you yeah. said I don't think that's right, but that is right because yeah. I feel the same exact way. Like, when I know that I have the autonomy to just be me and be free. I know I cannot come back to my partner with no bullshit because they're gonna be looking at right. me like, "Oh, you make me or you hold me to this, but <laughs> he get to do what to you? Uh, uh-uh, uh, that ain't cool, you know." So mm-hmm. it kind of gives you more of a self a self reflection, like, "Okay, let me take a step back and reevaluate this person that I'm talking to right now because he is absolutely correct. He does yeah. do this and he does do that, and I'm allowing this person to be mediocre." Yeah, that's rule number two. Rule number one is transparency and tell me what's going on. Rule number two is he can't be less than me. Exactly. That's rule number two. And, like, I and I'm not, and I'm not even I talking about financially. I'm talking right about there. on the energy level. 
I'm talking about how he how he cares for you, his how he how he acts, his character. It cannot be less than mine. Exactly. It cannot be less than mine. So they gonna bring that that I'm gonna feel that shit when you come back to me, especially if you play <laughs> I, with the motherfucker. I, I do I do believe in energy. See, Amy, but right now I'm not trying to entice it because again, you know, y'all and like, on a poly. <laughs> And I'm monogamous, but Sammy, if I picture you, if I see you, I see you sitting at the head, of, the head of a table with people feeding you, with little paintings around you and stuff like that. <laughs> it's no funny way. you say that. Oh, everything oh, I love. Oh my god. Don't oh, everything say. I love. It's funny oh. you just said that because me and the ladies was just talking. I said I'm literally gonna have like a harem in the house to where I'm gonna have an Alaskan king bed, and we go. <laughs> I'm gonna have a bunch of exotic fruit. And we just go lay in the bed and they go be feeding me fruit. Like, I just, I told really? her, I said, this has to happen. You know what I'm really? saying? Like, it has to happen. Because one of my ladies, she's a fashion designer. So I'm like, you got to, you got to, you got to design some lingerie for all you ladies. <laughs> and I want some pajamas, some pajama shorts for me. And I just want to lay in the bed and y'all just, we just going to be chilling. And boom, feed me, feed me food. Feed but me the fruit. beauty of it all when it comes to you is the fact that you will allow your women to date other men. And that isn't common within polyamory, especially what's projected in social, well, in the media. They always project yeah. like the one man with the two girls or the one man with the multiple women. They don't yeah. ever project it as the one man who has these women that the women date other men, you know? So I think that's like the beauty of what you want to accomplish is the fact that your women are still to be able to date other people. Mm-hmm. And, even and, though and you, you know have that you know, thought in your mind you know at the end of the day like yeah I got this but they're allowed to be themselves mm-hmm. Sammy's just a better man than me because I cannot control or be around that many women that's that's too much <laughs> what she doing I mean I'm not saying I date down or bad women but oh lord oh lord oh lord brother do that because the women you be dating be beautiful and yeah, they be beautiful. They yeah. have they they head on their well, yeah, I don't yeah. know about all of them, but they have their head on their shoulder. They they going after what they going after. So you can't like downplay it because you're monogamous. Oh, well, we that's a whole other podcast. But you know <laughs> <laughs> this is this is interesting. We don't have to do a part two because this can keep going. And I got you said you had questions actually. I you say what? You have questions written up. I have questions for you. Okay. So after this conversation that we just had, how do you feel about polyamory now based on the mindset you had previous and the mindset you have now? It's interesting. It just seems like it's, you know, love for many people, which is fine. It's a profound love that for many people that have more than one. Like, so if I was married and tried it, I don't know if I could be that because the way I was raised, and I'm not saying I can't alter the way I think that's embedded in me. No, I'm not saying that, you know, but it's just interesting. And if y'all are happy, so be it. I'm not against anybody being happy and y'all talking about love. I love love. And y'all spreading love. Me, I don't know if I could try it. And again, I've never tried it. So I don't know. I can't say it's not for me or anything like that. Will I try it? I tried it when I was 21. I got, a, you know, I got a headache. But right now... <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't, think, I don't know if I'd try it. So it's interesting because y'all are happy and y'all are all happy. And Dave just seems like he's ecstatic. But at the end of the day, again, it's love. You're not bothering nobody. You're not breaking no hearts. And you got a pimp in the middle. But other than that, that's about it. So I want to bring up the conversation we had last night 
<clears throat> Remember you was telling me about the divorce rates of, I mean, not divorce rate, the cheating rates of, you know, married couples, single couples, whatever, right? What was the percentage yes. again? Because I do it not remember like off the top 46% of my head. 46% men cheat, 20% women cheat in relationships, and, and like 70% of Americans cheat in marriage. And then what was the, oh, at the 70, yep, the marriage people. So I'm just going to give you a little story. Um, I have a friend. He was happily married. However, he realized he was polyamorous within that marriage. He brought it to his wife. He went through counseling and everything. He really tried to work on his marriage and it didn't work. So he ventured off and became polyamorous. He's polyamorous to this day. I have another friend, happy as fuck in his marriage as well. Both of these people were married for 15 years, by the way. That's why I'm throwing it out here because we talked about the, the infidelity um, last night and I just wanted to like give a perspective. And so anyways, I had a friend, he was married. They was married for 15 years and he presented to his wife. She wasn't with it. They, this is a, another couple, by the way, they separated for a while and they got back together. She ended up getting a boyfriend and he ended up, you know, venturing off and dating other women after they came to the conclusion, like, okay, we did the council, we did this, but we still want to be together. And they decided to be polyamorous together. So I just wanted to bring that people to people's attention, like those infidelity rates of people being happy isn't necessarily about them not loving their partner. It's just something that was always in them that they wanted to explore. Sometimes they decide to explore together and sometimes they decide we don't need to be together, be together because you're not aligning with what I'm aligning with and I'm going to explore this by myself and you could get your monogamous relationship. So you're saying so, he's a lot happier now that he's able to explore new horizons. Basically. He's a lot happier and the couple that dated for all those years, they're a lot happier as well. Like she literally has her own she has a boyfriend and then he has like women he dates as well. She has guys she could date as well and they're happy. So I don't really equate infidelity to like, you know, like, Oh, you're so happy. Y'all are so good together. Maybe people do need to step outside and figure out what's best for themselves instead of trying to figure out what's best for the relationship. I think people, Again, this is uh, probably become more prevalent in today's age, and a couple other things are. I think people are so used to, as uh, Sammy was saying, uh, he couldn't tell his friend, his childhood friend, that he loved somebody. People are still stuck in that type of mindset where mm -hmm. I'm with you, you're with me, that's it. There's nobody else. So I think until it, you know, is embedded more into society, then people will be more accepting of I'm a venture out and stuff like that. But then you have mm -hmm. people's parents who don't stray from, oh, you, you know, you, you're going to just marry one man or you're going to marry one woman. And that's the end of it. So people are pressured from like a copious amount of things on not to venture out. But, you know, y'all ventured out. Y'all are happy and y'all, y'all just want love. And again, that's, that's nothing wrong with that to me. Yeah. You ain't, you ain't messing I, up my money or, you know, anything like that. And I'm not saying to no one that it's easy. Being polyamorous does not equate to not being jealous. Being polyamorous don't equate to not feeling less than or having insecurities. You're going to have those insecurities. You're going to have those jealous feelings. But 
you as that person have to dig deep inside and figure out like where are these feelings coming from because I know a lot of people like I can't do it because I don't want my person to be with another person I'm not gonna like that and that's my person but once you realize no one belongs to you and you can't control what another person does it'll be a lot easier once you sit with yourself and sit with your thoughts sit, sit, sit with your emotions you can realize that it is not for everyone. Like it's not for everyone. Oh yeah, no. There's but, things you know, for different. Yeah. Okay. But once you can sit down and think about like what is it I want from this, it'll be a lot easier. Okay. We're gonna. Uh, that's so yeah. true, and that's connected back to the cheating thing. Like I knew I was polyamorous when I experienced the person, you know, quote unquote, cheating on me. I wasn't offended that they had sex with another person. <laughs> what I was more mad about was the lies, you know, that it took to cover that up, you know, that you did have sex with another person or that you did, you know, have some interest in the other person. So sometimes it's just a matter of like, if you be honest, you will be surprised, you know, what you'll get from the other person and what they're okay with. Yeah, hey, I always tell honesty is the best policy. Simple things. Right. Okay. While we uh wrap this up, do y'all have anything to say? Closing statement before we go. Um I just love love. Like that's it for me. Like I don't need the label of polyamorous. I just love love. Okay. That's fair enough. Sammy, what about you? Free love, man. Free love. It's uh it's a beautiful thing. It's one of the most freeing things to me. Um, being able to openly say, like, I'm okay with certain things. Like, you realize how much stress you don't put yourself under when you allow these things to be. And when you set the when you set the parameters and allow women to make those decisions and choices to mess with you, it's a beautiful feeling. So I would just say to all the fellas that's listening to this, man, you don't have to lie about being attracted to other women. You don't have to lie about wanting to be involved with other women. And same thing for you ladies too, but I'm really talking to the fellas because fellas want to be sneaky and lie about the things. Like, just be open and honest. Quit trying to control the narrative. Quit trying to lie just so you can control the outcome of what you want the woman to believe and feel for you. But just be real and just watch what happens for you. Just watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but damn, there's no struggle. I ain't got a lot of... Mm-hmm. You ain't got to lie. Just keep it real. That's all. Did you have something to say, uh, Malisha? Look, they said everything that I would have said. Like, just be yourself. Just understand yourself. Do not get into a poly relation, a polyamorous relationship, or any poly or any non-monogamous relationship because you're trying to fix a relationship. Know this is something that you want to do, and you're not doing it because of another person. Like, even if you have someone trying to persuade you, like, you should be this way because this is what I want. Don't do it because it's not going to end well for you. You got to do it because you want to do it. And it's because it's your love style, not because of nobody else's love style. And that's basically what I want to say, because I feel like a lot of women come into polyamory because it's something that their man wants to do. Their man wants to date other women, be with other women entertain other women however she's not interested in it and that's not something she wants but she does it to keep the relationship alive 
However, if that relationship was no longer serving you, just like I said about my friend and his wife, they split up. Look, it's not serving you. Just carry on. It's not for everybody. So that's all I wanted to say. Simple enough. I, I appreciate that. And thank you for getting these uh, two wonderful people on, uh, Sammy and Day. Thank you all again for joining me on Enlighten Me. Uh, make sure y'all please follow Malisha and uh, Sammy's business. Rewind it back. You know, go follow his Instagram as well as support her. Day, you're a phenomenal person. You seem so excited. That energy, that energy is good. That's well kept too. But uh, we're gonna sign yes, this out. Thank you. There it is again. Look at that. That's good energy. We're gonna sign this out. Uh, there's no echo this time. Y'all have a blessed night, blessed evening. Have a phenomenal weekend, and that's enlightening me. Signing off. Thank y'all. Where can they follow you at? Oh, they don't need to follow. They, they... Oh, oh, I said in the beginning. They said in the beginning. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Y'all have a good night. Good night. Good night. Good night, y'all.